and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. I'm and I'm, I, I'm Jake. You're Eminem. Eminem. It's it was weird doing that and looking at you. Mm. I, uh, do I always do that? Look at me when the you intro. S- yeah, you kind of made some awkward eye contact. Yeah, there. like I'm just speaking to you. Yeah. Like you didn't know that that's was that's what was happening. I don't know for how. Uh, how my week, how tiring my week has been. You always have the most tiring weeks. That's the job, dude. That's <laughs> the job. It is the job, man. I don't know, yes, if, I don't know if anybody in the shop that has, that just doesn't look like they're about to keel over. At our shop? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Constantly. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Dude, I the, live the, for the it. The person that lives diagonally from, like, lives. Yeah, we I like it. I like feel that. Like, feel like we live there. Yeah. Um, even <laughs> though we're only in there three days a week with the two weeks of telework. Oh, forget it. Like, nobody cares about yeah, social yeah, yeah, security yeah, yeah. stuff. Uh, I uh, caught a... Um, there was a vote on the House floor to send all of us federal workers back to the office full-time. Oh. It passed the House. Okay. But the Senate didn't even the senate said they're not even going to take it up to a vote like they're just going to leave it there like they're just going to be like ah, we're not even going to vote on it which apparently i didn't know they could do but apparently they can just choose not to even okay. address it um but the one of the house members one of republican house members yeah who sponsored the bill he said that uh he's tired the, he's the, tired of working the, from the, home the pandemic the, the <laughs> pandemic is the pandemic is over uh, oh, okay. everybody else is going back to work. And even if they aren't, federal employees sh- should be held to a higher standard um, than uh, than the than the public workforce. Ooh, and choice so we, words so we need for... To, uh... So we need to maintain <laughs> the professionalism of having face-to-face people. And then they went and interviewed a whole bunch of uh, people from the different, like, real customer service-oriented bureaucracies. Yeah. Uh, Social Security, yeah. uh, IRS, and there was another one, and something with the Department of the Interior. They interviewed somebody from each one of those agencies, yeah. and they were like, um, our productivity has seemed to be higher, um, and there's a real concern that removing... Like, mm-hmm. the problem is not productivity and yeah. efficiency of our current workers. It's the difficulty of, of one, finding good talent keeping good talent and recruiting enough workers to be able to fill the need right um it's not lack of efficiency why did because they're like the dis the thing one of the things that the was quoted is the length of time it takes for disability claims mm-hmm. to be processed yeah and as we would know because we work at social security <laughs> the main issue is not is not a uh, lack of efficiency per right say it's the fact that there's not enough people. We need bodies. There's not enough people. Yeah. There's yeah. just flat not enough people. You know what's really going to draw people to to work for the federal government opposed to like a private sector is removing all telework. Yeah. <laughs> removing any sort of um, removing any sort of uh, uh, competitive advantage that yeah. the federal government yeah. might have. Yeah. Because you're not getting your yeah we get paid well but our High, like our earning potential mm-hmm. is nowhere near as high as it is in no, the public sector. Gosh, no. And somebody, one of the people they interviewed from the IRS, mm-hmm. made made a really good point. And he was like, "Our bureaucracies and the problems that our country faces keep getting more and more complex, 
in order for those to be tackled effectively, mm-hmm. we need good talent, and yeah. you have to pay for good talent. Mm. Or if you can't pay for good talent, you have to make up for it in other areas. Yeah, i.e., at least having two days of telework because I'm. What are I, the benefits of telework? I don't have to. Don't have to drive to the office. <laughs> I mean, what I love about it is I get up, I look over, and I can just cross the hallway, mm-hmm. sit at my desk, and work. Yeah. And then guess what? As soon as my day's over, I'm home. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Yeah. And I'm on my lunch. I'm here. Yeah. You save. I mean, for me, I save. You save gas for sure. Well, yeah, because because you won't I, take the bus. Because I won't take the bus. We wouldn't even be on the same bus. <laughs> I know. But the. Uh, <laughs> And that's one of the reasons why I'm just like there's no there's no incentive for me to take the yeah, bus. Yeah. Like if we had if I would definitely take the bus if we had to go in five days a week. But Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But only call having to go in three days mm-hmm. and I kind of uh have figured out how to not pay for parking <laughs> for full days. Yeah, dude, you you're just loved down there. That's why. Uh, Everyone speak- just gives you No, the pass. it's because everybody everybody everywhere is understaffed and they mm. are n- they are not patrolling yeah. that particular area very much. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I love that though. Um, I didn't know that. Okay, well, great. That makes me nervous. But but, but was it wasn't telework? Uh, so the and then I was like, okay, well, the Senate's not taking it up. Yeah, we're fine. But then they ended it by saying that the Republicans are so adamant about this that they may use it as a negotiating as a f- place to negotiate. Um, the uh, uh, appropriations bill at the end of the year. So this might be a this might be a point of like if we're not going to a point of uh, like we're there, that's something the Democrats are going to have to give up. Yeah. If they want to get a bigger a larger bill passed. Yeah. It's like why do they care so much? Mm. Because yeah. if productivity, I mean, do their I don't. Constituents I, care. I don't know. They can't care. Just get those lazy federal workers back in the office. Is that a is that a thing? I don't know. Don't you have you ever been up front and had people be like, "I'll pay your salary." No one said that to me yet. Mm. I've, had, wait, I've had it. Wait. I've had it a couple of times. Oh, when Jen worked face to face with the public, they would say it to her all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, I mean, I think there's this. Uh, I think there's this belief that federal workers just don't work that hard. Yeah, and it's like, okay, well, you like your retirement, right? You like your retirement calculated correctly yeah um if you're do you not want, do you want dumb like do you want dum-dums yeah do you want dum-dums doing all that as long as they can swing the hammer faster and harder yes man not accurately <laughs> just faster and harder <laughs> i mean yeah really really think about that what i mean what people are stupid and i can't stand anyone i, I don't know <laughs> uh it's black history month jake Mm, not interested. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> oh my god, you're the worst. <laughs> that was amazing. Um Cheyenne is doing uh a report on black history. Now, I feel bad for our children. Why is that? Because they're children of people who love history. Mm. <laughs> so we had maybe a thirty minute talk. Um, last night about primary sources, secondary sources, and why they're important. Mm. And she, bef- so she has to select someone from, um, you know, uh, from Black History to do a, a report on one page report. I'm like, what page? 
Mm. Dude, you could sneeze and be done with I that mean, thing. She do Donald Trump because apparently he just he loves the blacks and he's the most loved by them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Clearly, he was more instrumental to civil rights than Martin Luther than anyone. He's done more for black people than anyone. That's true. That is true. Um, so, regardless of who she chose, I gave her one of my history books of primary sources. And she was reading through all of them. And I said, or not all of them. I gave her a section of on civil rights. And I said, read all of these primary sources. And she actually did really well. Like, she could, like, you know, she her notes were totally off. And I said, okay, forget the notes. What is the point? Uh, one, of the letter, one of the primary sources was uh, letters from Birmingham, Joe, mm. from uh, MLK. And I said, what is the point of this? And she got into, like, his argument towards the white clergyman about just and unjust laws and what defines them. And I'm like, I was like, I am very impressed. Like, she crushed it. And none of this has to do with her report, but I wanted her to understand context. Mm. So I'm like, read all these primary sources. Now read this giant section in this history book that I have about the 1965 civil rights movement because the person she's doing it on is in was a part of the civil rights movement so I'm just I'm trying to give her all this context so that when she writes about it she's writing from a place of knowledge and not of just like regurgitation mm. did I mean, who did she choose oh my god I don't know I knew you're gonna ask me oh, I don't <laughs> I, it's fine you don't have to look it up I don't even know if you would know I mean but like there was some um, clearly because I I just Fanny Lou Hamer or Hammer yeah, no, I'm not sure how it, I, how it's pronounced. I apologize I do not know who that is um so dude I know Martin Luther King yeah not allowed to do it on this assignment which I think is great yeah that's that's good um she this the one thing I thought was really interesting was that she had um, Hamer's own Hamer's or Hammers. I'm going to say Hamer's because it's one A and not two M's. Or sorry, one M and not two. Hamer's own. Um, she adopted two children and then later adopted her two grandchildren when her oldest daughter died. But um, her own pregnancies has fa- had failed, and she was sterilized without her knowledge or consent in 1961. She went in because there was, like, a cyst growing on, like, um, her, an ovary or something. So they went in there and gave her a hysterectomy without her consent or knowledge. And this was happening so often um, throughout the 60s that it was commonly known as a Mississippi appendectomy. Because they were just, just sterilizing all these women, black women, to prevent them from procreating. Damn. Dark times. And these are the burdens we bear as those who study history. <laughs> it's disgusting. Like, I'm always cynical. Always. But then I go and study history, which just makes me hate humans and be like, we're the worst. We're the worst. Yeah, the past was always worse. I mean, was it? Because then we had a really good conversation about socioeconomic exploitation and gentrification. And we were, mm. we were getting into it. There's dude. less people in poverty than oh, any, than, stop than at it any with point your in nerdy. human history. You know what? And that equates to total equality, racial equality. No, it doesn't. It's <laughs> not. Nothing's perfect. But the past is always worse than the present. By what measure? By any measure. Socioeconomic measure? Sure. There's way more, way more accumulated wealth. Right okay, now. sure. But what about social equality? 
I what across, across racial what? racial equality. Let's say racial equality. I would you say it's better than? Are you would you say now is worse than prior to civil rights? I, w- I, w- I wouldn't even rights? say it's ever. I wouldn't even say. I would never even say it's better or worse. I would just say the methods change. Sure. The, the, uh, what are we measuring? I mean, are <laughs> do we have separate but equal laws? Sure. No, we don't. But let's say post that time, right? So after 1965 to present, everything is racially equal. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I know you're not saying that, but I'm then, saying then what I, is the then measure? I don't, then I don't understand the measure. It's just it's better now than it's ever been. Like the past is always worse. It's always been. It, it is all. It is then always. Then why are worse. we trying to make America great again? Oh, because that guy's an idiot. <laughs> I mean, I if you yeah, you might think that it's somehow better in the past, but sure. there's no way you actually have an understanding of the past and think if that you think it's that better. Was, if you think that that's better, yeah. Okay. I see your argument. I'm it might just be, trying I mean, to poke it might, holes in it. <laughs> might be better if you are a bigot sexist that likes to, you know, beat his wife. Mm, I mean, you could get away. That's you a could, great right, example. Fine, you could get away with yeah, that. Yeah, the past was better. Let's make America like that again. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, speaking of, oh, I don't know why we're on race and, and, and identity, but I did want to. Did I? I don't know how far I got into talking to you about seeing Wakanda forever. Did I talk to you all about. Uh, Namor, the I, Submariner. I don't know if I we, didn't. We didn't. Talk okay. About oh, okay. I want to talk to you about this. So the uh, sub. Oh, like you and I talked about it in person. Did we? We haven't talked about it. Here. Uh, okay. So the Submariner was is Marvel's response to Aquaman, and literally comes from Atlantis in his origin story. You put them side by side; they're almost identical. It was weird. It's weird. It's a weird thing to for them to do. Like. I, uh, even like um, Shazam, I think, is technically also called Captain Marvel, hmm. but then DC has a Captain Marvel. I, dude, it's comics weird. are weird. But in Wakanda Forever, I don't really, I'm not going to spoil anything. But what I will say is they changed the origin story of the Submariner Namor by making him of Mesoamerican descent. Hmm. And after coming out of that movie, I texted you and CJ, and I was like, I will never poo-poo anyone's cel- – not that I ever did, and that's another thing I said. But I won't ever, like, poo-poo anyone celebrating this um, recognition of identity when they see a movie like, you know, Wakanda, uh, Black Panther. Everyone was like, oh, my God, it's so rad to see a black hero. And I'm like, that is cool. Like, you don't really see that that often. But then, you know – I'm like, we're never going to see a Mexican president. We ain't ever going to see a Mexican um, superhero. Things I think all the time in Jeff's head. But then, and, and I'll, I'll tell you how the white man tried to take even this from me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they changed Namor's origin story to be from Mesoamerica. And I was like, because I've studied so, so much Latin, Latin American history, Mesoamerican history, Mexican history... There were so many, like, little Aztec and Mayan, like, nods throughout the movie. They were playing the ball game underwater, um, which I thought was so fun. And I was just like, whoa, like, I can identify with this in a way differently than I could with anybody else. 
any other hero. Mm. And I was like, that's fucking cool. Like, if that is just one ounce of how anybody else might feel when they see uh, a, a hero that um, m- is is mirroring what they look like, like, that is such a rad feeling. And I don't know if I ever talked about this, but um, in December, we went to, like, this big foster care Christmas party. Did I talk about that? Mm, I think so. Maybe. Anyways, when we went there, I think I did, maybe. And, like, our foster son looks nothing like us. At, like Jen and I, Cheyenne can pass as our biological child and does all the time. But our foster son does not look like us at all. And we always get looks or comments in public hmm. all the time, all the time. And it can be a little uncomfortable because you're like, you don't have to, you don't have to right? validate it or explain it or anything, but you feel like you need to. Right. And that sucks that that feeling. Well, in this foster care party, all of the families look wildly different from one another, and nobody questioned it. Nobody, everybody knows we're all there as foster families to to be together, right? Mm-hmm. And how and celebrate Christmas and do have all these things to do together. And for the first time, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like for me, like I can't, that's just a sliver of maybe how some marginalized group might feel where they feel like in public they can't be themselves or they might have to explain themselves, but in a safe space like this was for those foster families, there was no pressure or no insecurity, hmm. which is wild. Anyways, back to Namor. Uh, so one thing that they did that I thought was amazing, I don't know what the origin of Namor's name is in the comic books, but there's a scene where Namor, as a child, attacks people who are living on the land, and a priest looks at him and calls him um, the the child without love, which is Nino sin Namor, which is the child without love. So he says in the movie that he took his name from Nino, Nino sin Namor, the, the child without love, sin Namor, Namor, and just broke it down like that. And I was like, that is amazing. And it was like my favorite part of the movie. I've already watched it like one and a half times hmm. since seeing it. Cool. So sorry for bringing it up, Jake. I didn't want to bring make you have your white guilt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the white man taking it away from me. So I was telling Jesse all of this same stuff. And he watched it and he was like, man, he ain't a hero. And I said, what? And he's like, he's not a hero, dude. And then he proceeds to explain to me why his choices in the movie don't make him a hero. But then I came to argue that if he's not a hero, then neither is Tony Stark. I haven't watched any of these movies. so Why would you? You've never seen Iron Man? I've seen Iron Man. Okay, why would I argue that Tony Stark is not a hero? Because he's he's reluctant. At no, first, because he's he, self-serving because he was making all those weapons and he's a, a warmonger. OK, right. Sure. Because that's what these arguments are making mm-hmm. and the choices that Namor was making. Peace through superior firepower. Well, then I also argued that Winter Soldier isn't a hero. And I then haven't I, seen Winter Soldier. Oh, God, Jake. All right, what do you want to talk about, Jake? I, I'm not, I'm just saying, <laughs> I haven't, I, I just, you're going to have to explain it to me. So like I don't want to spoil, but anyways, so Namor makes some choices to protect his people that harm other people. And that is argued as not being heroic. But we know through the comic books that he does become a hero. And my argument is if his actions in the beginning 
are what you're saying that make him not a hero, then Iron Man isn't one, uh, Winter Soldier isn't one, Black Widow isn't one, and I even argued, oh, Punisher isn't one, because we're going to say the CIA or the good guys, get the hell out of here. Um, <laughs> and, uh, what was the other one? There was another one, but anyways, that was my point. Okay. Oh, uh, Hawkeye, because Hawkeye becomes Ronan, I think is his name. What's his name? I can't remember, but he, he kind of turns into like a dark hero and then comes back. But know. that ain't little bit of straying away, you're not a hero now. Turns mm-hmm. out. I guess it depends upon your hero. But in real in reality, there's no... Uh, I mean, there Oh, is, Jake's always bringing it back to reality. There's really no heroes, though, right? Like... I mean that and if you're well, judging dude, it well. by if you're judging by the every action you every action that you do is only can, can only, only be, be yeah perceived as 100% good yeah but there is no hero there is no hero what's that brace that you wear on your left wrist uh it's it has mountain it has I know on what it. it has on it and nobody can see it because you're I, not wearing I'm it. I'm not today. wearing it, but uh, it's from a company called Zox. Okay. Z O X. Why do you wear it? Because it reminds me of the mountains. Oh, okay. All right. Why are you getting defensive? I'm not getting defensive. Okay. I mean, it's like. It has, Why aren't you wearing it today? Pinkish. Why do you choose what day to wear it? I just forgot to put it on this oh, morning. Oh, okay. But normally you try to wear it daily. Yeah. Okay. Either that or like a watch. Okay. I like having things on my, like, I, I don't know, I like having something you on like my wrist. You like icing that wrist, dog? Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw it the other day and I was like, I wonder what that is. I should ask him. Nope. Ask him on the pod. Uh, do you have anything else you'd like to talk about? I mean, you, I... Uh, I, I don't die. know. Are you okay today? I'm good. Okay. You're just so tired? Not, um, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Yeah. You need a energy shot? No, I'm good. Okay. Uh if extra lives were a thing in real life, mm-hmm. how would you get them? What do you mean? Like if you had to if you could get an extra life, you could earn an extra life, mm-hmm. how would you get them? By going up to a vending machine and pressing the extra You have life to buy button. it? No, just like I guess or like a dispense a dispensing machine. Any just at will for just free? Walk, just walk up and hit it. No. I mean, that would be pretty wild. But you asked me if I, how could I get no, it in no, like no. the how easiest way you? possible. That's what you would do? I, if it was, if. For if, anyone. Huh? For anyone. Oh, no. I don't want other people to have <laughs> That's my question. Okay, that's interesting, though. So if it was just you, you wanted it as easy as possible, which uh, makes sense. So of course like, you want Do you know, like, it, as of, like, Super Mario, where, like, when you get the extra life, you know you have it, so then you can, like, take oh, extra chances? Oh, that's a great question. Let's say, of course, and you know how many extra lives you have. How many wild ass pictures would you go out on the literal edge for? I mean, if I knew that I was coming back. Yeah. Would you jump off and snap a picture? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be sweet. How would you earn it? I don't know. Like, what what would I not do to earn it? I don't know. I feel like it has to be somewhat difficult. I don't know. I wouldn't kill anybody for no, it. No, God, no. Whoa, dark, dude. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like That's how you earn a life is take I mean, one? I would probably do anything. I mean, if you got to have an extra life. Dude, cops life, would have unlimited lives. If I could have an extra life. Yeah. Like, there's short of ending somebody else's. Yeah. I don't think there's anything that I wouldn't necessarily do. Okay. Punch a child. 
Would it kill a child? No. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, I can't think of anything off the top of the head, but I, I imagine that if you had to, if you could earn an extra life through eating something, you might not do it. I'm very picky. Either, yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, it's an extra life, dude. Think about all of the implications that come with that. Okay, so in that in that scenario, extra life, does that mean you add on a whole nother X amount of years? No, I don't want to okay. be fucking old. Okay. Just, old and, like, rickety. So at one point you do die, but you determine when on how many extra lives you have. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I mean, if it's be, like, the second I die, it's, like, Reset, respawn. Yeah, where do you respawn? Just right where I where was. you were. Okay, okay. Oh man, I feel like I would want it to be kind of a challenge. Like you've earned that. Like you've earned this extra life. Mm. I don't want to just stumble across a box, kick it, and then have one pop out. Or maybe like three minutes before. Because what if you really like really fucked something up? Uh-huh. Right, a great like a interview for your dream job. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> sure. Right, and you're like. Oh shit! You go and jump off a bridge really quick. Come back three minutes before fucking it up. You get a whole nother opportunity. Oh, like it takes you back yeah. to like a save mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. I mean, that brings a whole new element to it. Like you didn't save it, so now you get to go back. Like you're you're intentionally not saving it before the mm-hmm. <laughs> your life before the interview because you're like, I might have to do this over. <laughs> Exactly. But then you would know all the interview questions. Mm-hmm. And then you could just really hammer through it. Yeah. Dang. Oh, I don't know what I would do. I would want it to be a little more difficult. Um, oh, let's see. I can't make it too physical because I'm limited in my physical capacities. Uh, I would make it that I have to climb that stupid-ass mountain with you. And every time I wanted one, I'd have to get to the top. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's a... So the the extra life is just a token at the top. Yes, yes, it's like a, like the star, you know. That's mm-hmm. yeah. it's like same idea, but there's a mushroom up there that gives me an extra life. Well, the mushroom would make you bigger. The green mushroom gives me an uh, extra life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it would be a pain in the ass. But if I did it, I earned it, and it now I can now I can use it. But I want I I want it to be a little difficult. Yeah, like you said, like a a token of like my hard work. Mm-hmm. But that's what me if, just chasing goals but again. But <laughs> what if there was like a squid game kind of thing? Okay, I never seen it. Where you are competing okay. for an extra life, oh. but you could also die. Die? I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. You either get an extra life yeah. or you die. I would die. Or no, I wouldn't compete. You wouldn't compete. I wouldn't compete. But as you know what's sick as hell, though, is I would watch that. There would be so many people who would do it. Risk it mm-hmm. with one winner. Yeah. Wow. And if it was televised, I would watch the hell mm-hmm. out of that. Squid Game was so effed up. Was it good? So good. Uh, it was so good. Are you watching? Except the end. The ending you, was kind of like, really? Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll watch it. Are you watching Last of Us? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only well, coworker that. came up to me today and was like, I heard you're watching Last of Us. Uh, I was like, you must have been talking to Jeff because he's the only person I've told. Uh-huh. I don't know if I said anything. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. She huh. came up to me. She's like, I heard you're watching Last of Us. You're uh, the only one. She's like, you're the only one I know of in the office. Uh, and she's like, wasn't episode three good? And I was like, 
the best television I've ever watched. Wow, that's a high praise, dude. You know it's good when yeah. you read about how good it is, mm-hmm. know what's coming. You spoiled it before you watched it? And you're still amazed about how good it was and it's still so powerful okay. like i mute any sort of real Emotion. genuine excitement like, excitement yeah i know because i that's a trade-off <laughs> for being completely like catastrophically dis- emotionally destroyed okay yes, by, yes so it's like i'll just keep it even keel yes like okay all right i know what's happening mm-hmm Mm, you don't like that thrill I have of the been, fall? I have been disappointed by so many <laughs> stories in the past yeah. that I just don't want it anymore. Okay. I just don't want to be... I don't want the disappointment. That so is... I, I've always been so intrigued by that with you. So I'll mute the, the over-excitement <laughs> okay. for not being... But it still got you that excited. It still got me to the point where I was like, damn... That was so good. All right. I've watched the first episode. Um, I never played the game. but it, It's PlayStation only. So. Yeah. It feels like I'm in a video game at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long that or how much that continues. But well, the whole game is basically the majority of the game is cut. Like there's so many cut scenes. It's oh. a very cinematic video game. Okay. Which is why I think it translates so well. Yeah, sure. Um, like the whole point, the whole scene where they're in the truck, the two brothers mm-hmm. and the daughter, and you're like a POV, like yeah. point of view, mm-hmm. and you're like looking at the cameras, looking around, and looking back behind you. I was like, this is video game stuff right here. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of like identical shots from the game into the into the show, which I think are great. Um, but we started it. Um, when uh, our foster son was on a visit, so it was just me, Jen, and Cheyenne watching it, and she was looking at us like, "Am I am I gonna be okay watching this?" <laughs> she was a little scared, and we're like, "Look, it's just it's just you know zombies based off of this. Like you'll be okay. Like you if you're not okay, you can go to your room. If you if you think you can hang, then hang." And she hung, and she's excited to watch more. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that ultimately we're gonna episode two. Um, gets you a little bit of excitement. Okay. Episode three, there's like, no, there's really not any action. It's all story. I mean, episode one wasn't really that much action. I guess there was at the beginning, but I was more intrigued by the story. Mm-hmm. Like, tell, like yeah. as soon as it started, I was like, oh shit! Like this yeah. is this is my vibe. Like this is totally mm-hmm. something I'm yeah. Get into. I think what so you go into the comments because right, it's such. The Last of Us right now is it's a big phenomenon. Yeah. Everybody's talking about it. All of the video game uh like media, mm-hmm. IGN, stuff like that, Eurogamer, they're all talking about it because mm-hmm. it's like finally a video game adaptation that is working. Yeah. And because it's that's a hard medium to cross over. It's never gone, dude. They're about not even that medium, but they're about uh Chris Pine is about the Dungeons and Dungeons and Dragons is about to come out. See, that's so bad because there isn't one like Dungeons and Dragons is so much of a build your own story thing. Like how and you're you... limiting that imagination mm-hmm. to just one representation. That's going to be terrible. It's going to be so bad. It's going to be so <laughs> Can't bad. Wait. And I like Chris Pine, but that's <laughs> going to be bad. Yeah. Um anyway, like um 
what I think they do so well is like, right. You've got two, there's like zombie movies, like our shows walking dead. That's all about the zombie killing mostly. Yeah. Or it's so action driven at the expense of good character development. Yes. This is more about like the zombies are there. The infected are obviously there, but Mm -hmm. Even with the video game, it all seems like it's more about the pandemic and living in a pandemic mm. than in the, like the isolation that you feel. Yeah, and how individuals cope with that more than just a a, a know, fear a, of zombies. A fear of zombies. Yeah, kind of movie. yeah. And it's it, episode three exemplifies that so beautifully. Dang. Um, but I gotta get caught up. If you want, you gotta watch episode three. Did you watch Contagion, the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long time ago. So that's a super slow movie that's just about a pandemic, mm-hmm. and it's one of my favorites. But now after living through one, I, I've never, I haven't watched it since. I should go back and watch it though. But it's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Why is it scary though? Like even seeing this, like it's a little scary. And I think here's where I think my fear is is watching the reactions of everybody who said, fuck it, I ain't following these rules. That's what scares me. Mm-hmm. Because we've seen it, we've seen the reaction, and we've seen the consequences. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if something to this magnitude happens, it, oh, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. Yeah, I mean, everybody thinks that they're the exception. Yeah. So that's how it spreads. Where would you... If say there is one like that, what would you? What do you think you do? Like we talked about who we'd roll with, right? Mm-hmm. But Which w- caused a lot of people to be upset. <laughs> Look, you were all omitted. I got, for mul- a I got, I got quite a few messages from people Me being too. like, "I didn't make your list." Yeah, oh, yeah, you, and I'm like, "I'm sorry, dude. Sorry, you're not good enough. How is that my fault?" <laughs> no. Listen, even if you were on Jake's list, the fact that I'm on that list. Makes it, though, that you would be gone real quick, whoever you are. Mm-hmm. I don't even care who you are. I approve of the list you made. Anyone else is just just fringe mm-hmm. and can be trimmed. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but people always talk about where would you go? Where would you go? And that's where I was interested in seeing in this show. Where do you go? What do you do? In the beginning, they're all running in the chaos of the spreading of disease. Mm-hmm. But what do you actually do? Where do you actually go? Like, where do you go? Yeah, I mean, if you're in the inner city, you're really effed. Everybody's trying to leave yeah. at the same time. Can you imagine being stuck in downtown Portland when that crap hit? Dude, I think about all that time or the big one, the big quake. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm on that side of the river, oh, Not only dude. do you have to get across the Columbia, you have to get across the Willamette. Yeah, you're already in the apocalypse land, mm-hmm. and now you have to survive a real apocalypse. Everybody, you know what? Maybe we'll be all right, though, because everyone, you all right? Yeah, <laughs> shivers. a little shiver. Uh, everybody over there lives like they're in the apocalypse, so maybe we'd be set. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> you just dress like the homeless and... Yeah, they'd help us out. They'd be like, dude, come over here. We got you. We, got like, our, we have our trash can fires. We've done this. We've been doing this for years. Did you see that woman who said it was, uh, it was a viral video talking about how easy it was to live in Portland? No. She was... Um, 
she was like this viral video about her talking about oh it's easy to survive in portland you just go over here you get fed then you come do drugs then you go over here you get fed again and then you come back and do drugs was she homeless herself yes and then you go over here and you get fed and then you come back and do drugs and you just do it all over again tomorrow and like she's just talking about like all of the the aid Mm -hmm. and 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 uh programs that they have and then, so the news, I don't know, I can't remember which local news it was, found her, did an interview, and she was like, look, I was just being obnoxious. It sucks. I'm freezing. I Last night, I literally prayed that I would wake up tomorrow because it was so cold. And it was just like, now just thinking about it, how sad it is that that one video went viral, right? She's just... Saying, she's just riffing, right? Mm-hmm. But then when you genuinely ask her, like, how is it? She's like, I'm miserable. And I, that doesn't go viral, right? No. Of course not. But her siblings saw it. And they live in Utah. And they came out here. And her brother did an interview. And he was talking. And I thought this was really kind of poignant. Just talking about how, like, she she's struggling with drug addiction. She she has some resources and aid that she can get. But she's he's like, it's our bad I guess there was like seven siblings. There were so many of them and 11 or something like that. Some wild. And he's like, but as a family, we need to be there to fill in the gaps. And I was like, damn dude, like that's beautifully said, but there's so many people out there who don't have people to fill in the gaps. Mm-mm. No, because you know? so much of that poverty is cyclical. Yeah. Yeah. And their family is probably barely Generational, making it as yeah. barely making it as it is. Yeah. They don't have the extra resources to, to deal with Yeah. Your it's problems. Scary, dude. But yeah, I know it's it's awful. Like it's not I mean, there's no way it can be easy and I'd imagine doing those drugs is a way to cope with the yeah. s- with the suck. Yeah. Instead of praying yourself to sleep that you'll wake up the next day, you pass out because you're high, and then you wake up the next day. Because sitting there and or praying. You, or you don't. Or you don't. But sitting there praying is miserable. Mm-hmm. It would be a miserable existence to just hope that you wake up or yeah. hope that you don't get robbed or mm-hmm. worse. Like, isn't yeah, it, wasn't absolutely. It better just, isn't it better to just. Numb it? Yeah. Yeah. Go away from reality. Sure. Just go away from reality. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't. I get it. I get it. But it's just, I don't know. I thought it was an interesting. That's why I always hear like, man, I I care about the homeless, but I just can't get over the I just like, you know, not not the drug addicts. I'm like, okay, well, let's ask why are they drug addicts? Mm, Like mm -hmm. Nobody like looks at a meth head and goes. That's what I aspire to be. (laughs) Yeah. When I grow up, what do you want to be when you grow up? A zombie. (laughs) <laughs> yeah right and so i mean it's, so there are con there are people get to that point yeah yes because of choices yes but choices that were made because of lack of options right in a lot of it in a lot of instances there's so much there's so much that could play so many nuances mm-hmm. that could play into leading to those choice making i've seen it so many times with people i went to school with um uh friends of family members mm-hmm. who are all dying yeah. because of just these choices. Yeah. It's wild. Like you see some of these kids from school you're know and they're they're stoners. They're smoking mm-hmm. weed all the time. Sure, whatever. Then they 
I literally watched some of these people just then go to parties all the time. They're all getting stoned. They're drinking. They're 19. Then they're, oh, what is that? Oh, this is just, oh, this, this is just an oxy. Oh, what's that? What's, I'll take that. Oh, oh, that makes me feel good. Well, I want to do that all the time. Wait, I can't afford that. Well, then you know what's cheaper? Heroin. And then just you just spiral in chasing that. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I've seen it so many times. Yeah. And I'm just like. Oh my god! But there's there's no I don't know. There was one I don't. Where did I get this idea of like kind of looking at every person as once being a child? Mm-hmm. And when you do that, it's freaking sad. Yeah, because everybody loves kids. Well, not everybody, but if you've ever had like a genuine bond with a kid, like kids are fun. Kids are cool. Mm-hmm. There's innocence there. Um, or they can be a thirteen year old asshole sometimes (laughs) but 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 like i was talking about cheyenne like having that conversation that very in-depth conversation about the meaning of martin luther king's letter that was a moment of just such encouragement for me as a dad i got so excited i was so proud um and if you looked at every adult like that like there was a moment where i don't know maybe they didn't have people to be proud of them that's depressing dude Mm -hmm. Man, we're just, this is a downer zone. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yes, but I think it's a worthwhile conversation. Yeah. That, um, one of the... Are you cold? No. One okay. of the biggest <laughs> socioeconomic indicators is, is, you know, your is your family, like, yeah. your family resources. Yeah. There's so many people who, you, like, I was having this conversation with my friend Matt when we yeah. were on a hike during the summer, and... I was like, you know, we we talk a lot about like like I floated around and didn't do shit in my twenties. Like yeah. I was working a dead end job being a student and if it wasn't for Kylie and my parents basically yeah. pulling my ass along, I'd be fucking I'd be broke. I would not be where I was today. Agreed. Without <laughs> without family support. Agreed. So and I messed up a lot. Like I, I mean, I never got into drugs and sure. alcohol, but I made a lot of bad life mm-hmm. choices that cost me a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Money that and time. if I were someone who didn't have family mm. to help correct my mistake and mm-hmm. keep me afloat yeah. until I was able to right the ship, yeah. I'd be homeless with Damn. with mental health issues. Yeah. With then who couldn't afford medication or therapy, mm-hmm. someone offers you something while you're cold as shit. Hey, dude, this will take the numb. This will take the pain away. This will take yeah. the sh- bite of the cold away. Yeah. Take this. And next thing you know, you're addicted. You're using it to as a co as as a coping, way of yeah. as a coping mechanism. And then you're one of the people we call a zombie on the yeah. side of this. Yeah. Street. I mean, there's so many people like you could be so well intentioned. You could be have the best you could have the best natural work ethic you make one mistake yeah you one make poor a, lo- a lot of these people they make one you make one mistake you can't come back from yeah. it because you don't have this the family safety net yeah. and there is no social safety net right that allows you to bounce back in most of right. these situations like ideally so supplemental security income mm-hmm. was never supposed to be a resource that was meant to be a way to make the way to stay. <laughs> you weren't supposed to be able to live on mm-hmm. SSI and people mm-hmm. don't live on SSI, right. but it also doesn't ever give them enough money to get off of SSI mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
There's just no, I mean, yeah. There's like I don't know. You you think about like an uh, an analogy of a, like a rubber band. Yeah. And I feel like worse as far as socioeconomic um, elasticity goes. Yeah. We are so stretched. Yeah. To the point, it's like it's about to break. Yeah. When you look at Portland, Seattle, mm-hmm, San mm-hmm, Francisco, mm-hmm. most of the, like they're he- most of the people come here because of the available yes, yes, the available resources. That's a great point. But those resources aren't enough to fix the problem. Right. It's just enough to keep them still alive. Right. But it's far more than maybe other places it's, offer. It's way more than any other place yeah. offers. Yeah, I was talking to someone from South Carolina. He's like, I came here because yes. South Carolina doesn't have I've anything. I've had those conversations as well. There's nothing at the state level. Yeah, I've had those conversations as well. That's sad. So, I mean, look, and that's a great analysis of like what the states are offering or the cities are offering, right? If you come here, we'll try to help you bounce back. But if nobody else is doing that, then there's going to be uh, uh, an accumulation of more and more mm-hmm. people in one spot. If Portland offers far more than any other else in, I don't know, the Northwest or any other Northwestern state. You're going to see a lot of people go to one mm-hmm. spot for those resources. Yeah. So it might be like, oh, we have a homeless person a prob- problem. Maybe it's more of a help problem. Mm-hmm. Like nobody else wants to help. Nobody else wants to provide these resources for these people. Well, and, and outlying areas don't have those. Right. Because, I mean... Like small Obvious, towns or yeah, country, yeah, you know, uh, I mean, rural towns. Yeah. Historically, though, po- uh, poor people have always congregated in cities mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. of ease of access. Yeah, 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 yeah. Things are closer together. Um, there's generally more resources available, yeah. more begging opportunities. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So it's like, it makes sense why they congregate in major cities yeah but at the same moment it's like all of the finger pointing that goes along that it's like haha Mm. portland you're 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 so and i'm not saying portland portland wastes a lot of money just throwing it at the problem with no sort of oversight or direction but there's a lot of issues i mean there's a lot of finger pointing that goes on outside and saying huh portland look at you you guys suck well all of your homeless (laughs) end up in portland yeah because of your where you live, you might think it's so great, but they're doing little to nothing mm-hmm. to support those people, so they have to leave to Portland. Like, is that something to be proud of? Oh, have you seen these? You probably haven't seen these these people because I, I spend more time walking throughout that town or riding my cool scooter. But they have, like, these little, like, city coordinators. They're almost like officers. They're, like, they're wearing, like, almost, like, blue... Like they look like officer uniforms. Mm. I don't know if they're carrying any weapons or anything. I don't think they are, but they're like wellness check city coordinators. Mm. Now I haven't looked into this, but there was just two guys when I was walking up to um to work when I got off the max, and they were walking in front of me, and there was um some people kind of sitting sleeping in some doorways, and they just like leaned in and looked on them and just was like, 
you guys good? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, okay. And they just moved on. I was like, that is interesting. Who are these guys? And then their back of their vests or jackets said like city coordinators. Hmm. Um, safety so what happens if they ask someone? And the guy's like, no, dude, I'm not good. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a place to find resources or information or or just, just people like give to, them a pamphlet. Like, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I I, I shouldn't. I, mean, I shouldn't that's better shit, than I shouldn't shit on it. But you get up that early and do it then. I think that'd be a really rewarding job if you were actually helping people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 one of the only things that I do love about my job. And it's something that I, I was thinking about this earlier. I knew that I wanted to work for the government. I knew that. I had something. And once I decided, like, I think that's what I want to do. And I was like, I'm going to do that. My first government job was such a letdown. Mm. And it was so it's such a bummer because I went in. And we've talked about this even with, like, other jobs, right? You walk in bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and it'll happen. They'll, they'll beat you down a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. But with that particular job, it was like, holy shit. Like, it's beating me down to where, like, it, you don't want to get beat down to the point where even helping people becomes a, kind of a, bur- a burden for you mm-hmm. or an obligation. Yeah. An obligation, right? Um, and... Dude, I can't I mean, I can't thank you enough for even leading me this way and having helping me have this opportunity because I genuinely like I'm I'm still not as hammered in the work as you are. And you're like, yeah, we'll see how you say in the give it another six or seven months. We'll see if you're saying the same things. But like, I mean, there have been moments where I've stood up and I'm like, I'm not in trucking. I'm not in trucking. I'm not in trucking. But I was really just kind of thinking about it. And I don't know why I was thinking about it, but. How much that first experience with the government job was bummed me out. It bummed me out. And I was like, you know what? This is this this work is obligatory and I don't want it to be. And I don't think I, I can see the bigger picture where I am now. And it, I, it makes me excited. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I know. And it's also because I had an interaction with somebody who I could tell was really just having a hard time. And when I get off the when I get off a, um, a meeting with someone and they're like, hey. Thank you so much for just being so kind and helpful. And I don't feel like I'm being that. I'm just doing my job. Mm-hmm. And I understand kind of their situation. I recognize that. Let's see what we can do for you, right? That's how I approach it. But for them to be like, go to, to, to stop me and say, hey, thank you. Like, for what? And they're just literally thanking me for being nice to them. And it's like. That doesn't feel like an obligation to me. That makes me excited. That makes me. Um, even with um, some some calls that might be a little more difficult, mm-hmm. I still kind of have that in the back of my head of like, see what you can do, see what you can do, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's such a refreshing place to be when comparing it to where I was. For sure. Um, I have an update about that previous job and something that I've that I heard might be happening. Um, from an outside source, nobody works there. So if you do work there and you're listening, I'm not talking about you. Sometimes someone listens mm. and I don't want them to think I'm talking about them. But I have a funny story to tell you about uh, some workings that I have to do with uh, that I heard about um, with Clark County jury <laughs> that I think I think you'll find her funny. But I'm not going to say it here. I'll, uh, OK. Yeah, because uh, I don't want to I don't want to ruin it or spoil it <laughs> in case it happens. Um I have more silly questions if you want one. Sure. Are you go- are you ready? 
Yeah. I, I have a superpower here, one that I don't want to ask you, but um, okay. Da, 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 da. Superpower. Okay, if you were superhero with with oh, I didn't read that full question. <laughs> uh, if you were superpower superhero with no superpowers, what would your name be? <laughs> uh, Jake Jokum. <laughs> I mean, that's a stupid question. I don't know why I copied that. I was thinking you would be J-Train for sure. J-Train. If I went by J-Train and everybody's like, why do you call yourself J-Train? I'm a superhero. Well, what kind of powers do you have? I don't have any. Yeah. Douche. I train Jeff. (laughs) J-Trainer. J-Trainer, dude. Uh, I don't know why I asked that question. But uh, if your house had a theme song, what would it be? Ooh. Yeah. You walk in the door. Dad's home, bitches. Oh, like I have a theme? Yeah. Oh, they're talking like my household has a... I mean, okay, if your house had a theme, it would probably be like Twilight Zone. Mm, Either that or... um, The amount of... Like we have a whole... Like our... We have like like a freaking locust spread. A locust swarm of box elder stink bugs that have just invaded our house. Dude, that just brought back a memory, a childhood memory. Okay. How gnarly is the swarm? It's pretty bad. When I was a kid growing up, there was, I remember something like what you're describing. Mm. Our whole house, our whole neighborhood was covered in them. Oh, yeah. No, like our whole front of our house is like covered in these things. I can't believe keep, I forgot they, that. They keep getting inside and we just keep vacuuming them, vacuuming them up. But they're on like the outside of the house everywhere? Mm-hmm. Dude, I remember when I was a kid that happening. Yeah, they're so gross, dude. They don't bite. They're not, they're like, they're not, they're just a nuisance because they just crawl on everything. So what do they do? They just, well, they get into the house and then they're just all over the house. Like everything we have, there's freaking So what's the, thing, what's the theme song for that? Oh, uh, I don't know. I was just going to say my house really makes me think a of bug-a-boo? like the Strangers, the movie The Strangers. Okay. And you know how like they kept playing, um... Uh, Mama tried by Merle Haggard. No, first. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, I would say that that would probably be because I okay. just I have this very a very stranger. My house feels like it's a very because it's kind of an old old farmy house, mm-hmm. and I just be like, yeah, for sure. This was and it's kind. Of, I mean, it's not out in the middle of nowhere. No, but it's on a little bit of land, and it just feels like kind of house at the end of the block kind of situation. If you're standing from the road and looking at your house, mm-hmm. it looks very secluded. Yeah, like it is just a standalone house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. What is your theme song though? Daddy's home, walking in the door. <laughs> I just have all these like songs playing in my head, imagining you just in different on different days coming in the house. Yeah, it's probably gonna depend on the day. Right? Yeah, like Def Leppard some days, but then Hislop some other days, or your head's all down. <laughs> I don't probably. Uh... I don't know. I love. Um, I, I listen to to Damn It by Blink One Eighty Two like at least once a day. Really? Yeah. Great, great song, classic song. Um, okay, okay. Um, well, I don't even know what song I would choose for my household, for my house, for my house. Uh, it's kind of a weird song choice. I didn't even think about it. What would you say for my house? 
I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Yours is very like original. You know what I mean? And when I see it, I could be like, all right, I could. I'll, there's so many songs I think could play to your. It's a fucking duplex. Cool, dude. Cool house. Um, personally, though, my song, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play these songs over this part so you're hearing you're gonna oh, they're okay. gonna I was, be i was just gonna play it on Spotify. which one uh mama tried um text me it i'm gonna put it over okay. right this whole part oh yeah mama tried's gonna be on there my song let's let jake's song finish out real quick <laughs> uh I, I instantly thought of like dad's home uh it has to be a song from europe mm. and I from the ha- band Europe. From the band okay. Europe. No, from the continent. <laughs> Just any band. Uh, Danger on the track, dude. Okay. Not um, a- what about Asia? We're going continent-themed bands. Yeah. Heat of the, mo- heat of the moment? No. No. I, dude, it's it's a stupid-ass hot rod movie, dude. Um, I watched it with my foster son, who's 13 months old, and he was just like... Locked in on the music He loves music He's so auditory So he's just like Yes his music is amazing And I'm like Is this Europe? So then I started I've listened to that That Europe album The Final Countdown So many times Recently Like all the time And I am ashamed to say That I didn't realize How goddamn good they are They rock they're so good. It's so it's so grand and big and obnoxious. So many of those bands are like that. Yeah. Europe, Asia, Survivor, Toto. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, great, great pull. Yeah, there's a lot of those bands. But just even Journey, Foreigner. Yeah. The same way. It's the keys, man. Mm-hmm. It's the keys that get me. The synths the and little, stuff. The little guitar. Yeah. Oh, it's so rad. But that's what I hear when when I come home. I, now everybody else is probably the. <laughs> the Vader March when Dad walks in the door. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. But yeah, that's that's my jam. I don't know why I, a house. I don't know why these questions are worded that way. <laughs> Final question. End of the episode. Um, so glad that I just want to announce that if you made it this far, the video has worked perfectly, and I'm a genius, and I'm getting so good at it, and I'm so proud of myself. Um, if you could put someone. Or someone's in a zoo to watch for your entertainment, who would it be? You mean to watch for my entertainment? Yes. Like, oh, let's go check on let's go check on Jeff and Matt today. And you and like you know there's gonna be something that they're gonna be doing that is just like, what is happening? Hmm. Well, I mean, I, so they have to live in a cage. Well, it's it's a dwelling. Okay. It's like this. Uh, there's a. But they don't ever get to leave. No, that Jake. Sucks, they really. have to entertain themselves. Oh. There was a Twilight Zone what if episode. I just, what if I just had the ability to like peek into their lives at any time? I mean, but you have to take two. One. I, oh, you got one person in mind. No. Okay, because this is a question I've asked. My friends and I have discussed before. Um, in my in my man trip group of friends, it was like a consensus. We all know that if you put Chris and Andrew into a cage together, they'll figure out a way to entertain themselves, and it'll be so entertaining that 
people will travel the world to come and watch Chris and Andrew in a cage because they're a bunch of weirdos, dude. Mm. Andrew, uh, he just live streamed his unboxing of a laser edger. I told you about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, what a weird ass purchase. I mean, it's cool, but like, never in my life would I ever think like. I'm going to get one of those. Mm. Um, and that's just how Andrew operates. And so I don't want to pick Andrew and Chris because you don't know Andrew and Chris. But it's uh, just something like that. Like, that's the scenario, I imagine. But mm. if you have a scenario where, like, I think that, like, dropping in or being a fly on that wall would be very interesting. Hmm. I can't. Do you have a – I feel like <sighs> you have an answer because I'm still thinking. Oh, I mean – if I'm going to drop in on every, anybody's life and watch it and watch how that plays out, dude, I'm 100% choosing one of two people, hmm. Jesse or Dimitri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if, if I could put Dimitri in a cage and just watch him try to figure out how to entertain himself, I mean, you and I both adore that video of him dancing. Mm-hmm. It's so just pure Dimitri that it's the greatest thing out there. So if you put him in a little box with some trinkets for him to entertain himself, oh, I would think it would be so funny. But also, that is very much someone who I'd love to just like, just like if it was a live feed like Big Brother House, just check in and watch him. Like that could be that could be real interesting. And mm-hmm. I think Jesse's the same way. Jesse, I don't want to put him in a cage; he'd be boring. But I'd like to just chime in on his life sometimes and be like, "What's going on over there?" Hmm. And then just text you about it. <laughs> I don't think there's anybody who I find interesting enough that I would want to. That's terrible. Why? Uh, uh, no one? No. What about like a, a celebrity or an athlete? I would love to put Elon Musk in a box. For what? Then he couldn't pay anyone to do all the work for him. <laughs> I, I it would be great to put him in a box and just see if he like turns into anything other than a human. Or like put him on like that glass panel that the the three villains on Superman got shoved into mm-hmm. and kicked down to outer space. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god, dude. You're so so uncultured. Watch a goddamn movie. I can't watch those, man. <laughs> I superhero movies just I can't do it. Oh, my God. I'm going to make you. That's the end of this episode. But one thing I want to say, Day made the all-star, baby. Did he? I think so. He better. Didn't he? Now you make me question it. Did they pick Did they pick uh, the reserves? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure. sure. There's no way he didn't. Well, now it. I'm questioning. Like, Did I accidentally pull up the 2022 list? I did not. He Here we go. He didn't make 2022 because he's hurt. Oh. Western Conference reserves. For all you sports banana nuts out there. Uh, West Turn Conference. And that's what I thought you might have been listening to in your car. Was mm. They just released this. It's like, oh, man, I hope he didn't listen because I kind of want to give a live reaction here. Some of these I think, what? The, what? Who? Uh, Paul George. That's a that's a legacy pick. That's stupid. He hasn't even played this season. He sucks. He doesn't suck, but he hasn't played this he season. He sucks. Uh, he doesn't suck. He sucks, dude. He's his his mentality sucks. He sucks. But as an he's one of the best athletes. No, he got shut down by that high school gym teacher, Joe Ingles, dude. He sucks. <laughs> I just don't think he gives a shit. Who? Paul George. I agreed, which makes him suck. Okay, all right. Which fine. legacy? Mellow sucks because he's got the same mentality. Yeah, they both could be great. But they're bums. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shy Gil 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 Gilgis Alexander. 
that makes sense. Yeah, that I, dude, I he's agree. averaging like thirty-one a game. Yeah, dude, on that crappy team, dude, I love it. Well, a lot of t- players put up bad numbers. A lot of good players put up bad numbers on get have their numbers inflated on bad teams. Oh, for sure. Kevin Love on the Minnesota Timberwolves for a long time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. from Memphis, uh, best probably best rim protector. He had six blocks last night against Portland. Really? He's he is uh, probably he's there because of his defense. He okay. probably he might That's win. Cool. He might win Defensive Player of the Year. He's that good. Really? Yeah. Okay. Damian Lillard, Portland Trailblazers. Uh, I mean, had the most efficient. Uh, 60 point game in NBA history. Shot yeah. 72% from the floor in a 60 point game. Did you watch game. the post game interview where he was kind of like dissecting shots? He was like, damn, I shouldn't have taken this one. He he was upset about the last one he missed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. Uh, Laurie Markinen, Utah makes, Jazz. Yeah, it makes sense. That guy has been insane. Yeah. And I love that the Jazz, who were like, we're tanking, have an all star. Yeah. And they're they're going to probably shop all of those guys. Yeah. That's wild. There's only three guys I care about keeping on the whole really? roster. Really? Yeah. Uh, John Morant, Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised he's not a starter. Yeah, me too. Uh, Sabonis. Yeah, the I mean, the, with the Kings being the three seed, you have to give a King. That's wild. The They're the in. best team in California. Clippers, Lakers, they are the they have the best record. And better than the Warriors. Oh, and better than the Warriors. I love that. Yeah, that's wild. Go Kings. Yeah, and they're like that's a fun little. That's a fun team. I think so. You seen their little light that beam or whatever mm-hmm. thing? They have this giant like laser beam. Dude, that they have been up bad for so long. It's hard for me to root against them. Yeah, I like bad teams. Mm-hmm. Like when the Jazz was really bad, I really liked them. When Memphis or not Memphis, Minnesota was really bad, I really liked them and kind of mm-hmm. rooted for them. Yeah, um, that's how I became kind of a Suns fan yeah oh, the, the, well the Suns were bad for a long time yeah um the the the, the Kings I mean talk about a, a trade that worked out beautifully for both teams mm-hmm. the uh Halliburton Sabonis yes. trade yeah I mean both teams really benefited from Isn't that trade. Halliburton injured though he is but did yeah. you see what he, what he did you see what he was doing he was leaving yeah. leading the league in assists before he got hurt but what, what was the injury it's not. It's it's kind of a big. It's not yeah. super serious, but he's going to be out for a while. He's in out for a while. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he's on my fantasy team, mm. and I know everyone cares about that. Um, <laughs> uh, Eastern Conference: Bam Adebayo, Is Miami Reserve. Heat. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Brown, Boston Celtics. Makes sense. Demar Derozan. Yeah, what he's doing in I mean, Chicago is a dumpster fire. Yeah, but he's good. It's a mess, dude. Uh, Joel Embiid, Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised he's not a starter. Dude, here's an interesting thing. You talk about the Sabonis-Halliburton trade. Mm-hmm. Both are reserves. Really? Yeah. Next on the list, Tyrese Halliburton, Indiana Pacers. Mm-hmm. That is cool. I like Halliburton's game. Yeah. I love Halliburton. I know, because I was trying to <laughs> poke the bear by talking about how much better Fox was. Not that I really cared or knew, but you were like, are you... Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> Fox is good in his yeah, own right, but yeah. I would have traded Fox before I traded Halliburton. Yeah. One, because Fox is already making way more money than Halliburton, yeah. and I think they're probably equal talent, yeah. if not Tyrese being a little bit better facilitator, mm-hmm. and so it allows you to bounce out your roster so much more. Sure, sure. But whatever. Uh, Drew Holiday. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like that's a legacy pick, too. Drew Holiday is a god. Yeah, but... 
I love if, Drew Holiday. Of all of the okay, I want to hear with the rest of the reserves because and there's only one more. Is there? Yeah. Well, who is it? Uh, Julius Randle. Oh. That's Good. a New York pick. I'm glad that that was worse than Drew Holiday because uh, I love Drew Holiday. <laughs> I love Drew Holiday too, but let's see the other guards in the East. There are who Kyrie, or is he a starter? I'm sure he's a starter. I don't, I don't know, even have man. the starter like, list. Um, What's dude, wrong I don't, with that? I don't know. I think there's just better. There's better players in the. There's better players in the East. Guard wise, who Bradley Beal. Eh. Starters for the East are Durant, Irving, Tatum, Mitchell, Antetokounmpo. Okay, that makes sense. I think uh, Darius Garland is better than... Drew? You're high. This, this year? Okay. This year. Okay, maybe it is a legacy pick. But Drew Holiday is a goddamn good defender. He is a great defender. And if we're going to give what's-his-name defensive nods, then he gets a defensive nod. Sure. He could be the defensive nod. Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler didn't even make it. Wait, no, I'm pretty sure Jimmy Butler did make it. Did I not say Jimmy Butler? I didn't hear you say Jimmy Butler. I don't Butler. think I did say Jimmy Butler. I thought Jimmy Butler made it. Did he not make it? <laughs> if Jimmy Butler didn't make it, that's and Julius Randle did, that's ridiculous. I don't... S- I don't think he did. That's crazy. Yeah. That's nuts. That's, mm-hmm. I mean... Jimmy Butler? Yeah, I don't like Jimmy Butler. I mean, you can not <laughs> like him, but he's a damn good player. If you want to talk about dumpster fires, Miami's a dumpster uh, fire. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, which is weird. Starters, I told you, for the East, and starters for the West are... Uh, where did it go? All Warriors? Uh, yeah, All Warriors. It's What's LeBron, that? Steph. Yeah, LeBron, Luka, Steph. No way. I know C- CJ loves that. Zion and Jokic. Zion's played like half the season again. How does he he's get hurt voted it. as a starter? He's hurt again. It's because he's a phenom. Like he's a phenom. Like everybody just has taken his the word that he is a really good player, and he is when he's on the floor. But one of the best qualities in professional sports is availability. Yeah, and that dude is never available. He is always hurt, and he's Ew. hurt again. Dude, New Orleans is one and nine in their last ten. They now only have a half game up on Portland because without Zion Williamson. It's that much of a difference. CJ's hurt, too, I think. He didn't and play so, the other night. And so is Brandon Ingram. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I mean, that makes me feel better than in the grand scheme of what Portland shit show is. I'm okay with At least it. Listen, we're not paying a bunch of dudes a bunch of money to not play. Yeah. Well. I just thought you would like to know the All-Stars. There we are. Do you watch All-Star Weekend? I watch the three-point contest, and okay. that's about it. You don't watch the dunk contest? I used to. I'll uh-huh. probably watch it this year with Shaden. I watch it with Ant. Okay. I watch it if there's a blazer in okay. there. Yeah. I always watch it. It's kind of... I don't... Uh, 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 this came up on Knuckle Draggers. Like, and this was my answer to... If you could walk into any place like you owned it, like you're supposed to be there and get away with it and get to spend the time there, my answer was the All-Star Game. Mm. I would love to just go sit front seat in all these events and just watch it and just hang, right? Um, yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. I, and you, but, but, but I was thinking about the All-Star Game. Mm. And I thought, that shit sucks. <laughs> the All-Star Game's stupid. I, it's so stupid. 
It's so stupid. They shouldn't even play it. They, I think with the when they added the Kobe rules, when they are like trying to get to like certain point mm-hmm. markers, it made a little, it made it a little more competitive sooner, which was fun. For the first half, it was a little more competitive at the end, and then the second half that added an element of competitiveness that was fun. But otherwise, it sucks. Uh, I, I sometimes watch the celebrity game and dream about if if i could be a celebrity i'd go out there and torch all these ridiculous just untalented weirdos like they they're not even celebrities they're like Mm d-list and i'm like even, oh, I wish I could just be a D-list celebrity. Do so they not, can they not get actual celebrities to I, It used that? to be like Justin Timberlake and uh, uh, Justin Bieber, yeah. all the Justins. They had all the Justins <laughs> back then. I think it's probably one of those things where they don't. They got tired of embarrassing themselves on, on national television. Dude, let me go embarrass myself. <laughs> I want to. But then like, oh, man, I'm trying to think of like the most ridiculous one I can think of. Just just weird, uh, weird like n- almost no names. I like when like politicians do it or like uh, team owners play. That's always kind of mm-hmm. fun. But you'll never see like Mark Cuban out there. That's who I want to see out there. You know. I'd love to see Jody Allen out there. Oh, stop! <laughs> Jody Allen in the dunker spot. Yeah. Oh God. Ugh. But I wish they would bring back more celebrities or just let me go play. Let's what, say what you mean out there. What do I do with this? Let Let's <laughs> say what you mean out there. Running the pick and roll, dynamic duo. <laughs> Just don't say anything mean to Jake or he'll get pissed off and need a break. <laughs> uh, and then I love I, – I really do genuinely love uh, All-Star Saturday. I love the skills challenge. I love three-point contests, and I love – I mean, I don't love the dunk contest, but if there's a blazer in it, I'll watch mm-hmm. it. And then, you know, as you know, the um, All-Star game sucks. Yeah. But that's – when is that? It's, uh, it's in, like – I think we've got – Seven days until the trade deadline, and I think there's eight games. Blazers have eight, seven games mm-hmm. before the All Star break. So what is that? Two weeks? February nineteenth. Okay. Okay. All right. So that weekend. Oh, crap! That's Cheyenne's birthday weekend. Mm. <laughs> Don't you ruin this for me, kid? Just get him. Um, that's all I have. Thanks for hanging. Of course. Goodbye. Okay, bye. bye.